So, yeah. I just had a thought, right? Coach mindset compared to player mindset. <laughs> For you guys, I just dipped my head away from my microphone because... Right. Yeah. The, the the coach has the game plan for a team to win. And I feel like what we're the scenario we're talking about allows our wife to be the the coach. Right. Mm-hmm. And that we're in very much player mindset. Like I'm, I'm focused on my stats. Like I'm trying to get this amount of game time. I'm trying to get this amount of points like, you know. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Thanks for tuning in today. The topic that we're going to cover is one that no one ever really wants to talk about. Rejection and how to cope with it. Within marriage or in any relationship, there are going to be difference of opinions and someone may think one thing is better than the other. We're gonna talk today how to deal with that um, when your wife doesn't agree and may even just turn away from your (laughs) suggestions or what you wanna do and how to do that healthily and cope with that. So thanks for tuning in, let's get to it. So, Brian, rejection sounds like a scary word. Do you have any just thoughts off the top about what that means when we say we'll talk about rejection? Yeah. I mean, going away from marriage, just for a second, Mm -hmm. when you first say rejection, I first think like sales experience and thinking that it's a numbers game, that you're going Mm -hmm. to get rejection. And I think learning to take rejection outside of your marriage could in some ways be helpful. But going back to the marriage aspect of it, I feel like it's still an entirely different world and the rejection just hits harder when it's coming from someone you care about. Yeah, that is true. So (laughs) let's see. So definition, so it'll just get a baseline. Rejection from Oxford says the dismissing or refusing of a proposal or idea. The second one says the spurning of a person's affections, which is pretty big. Cambridge Dictionary says the act of not giving someone the love and attention that they want or expect. So that's that's pretty big too. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to hang out with the refusing of accepting an idea or suggestion and probably touch a little bit on not giving someone attention or love per se of what they expect as well. Okay. So there is a lot that can go in with that and to keep us in a time frame. I just want to talk. There's an interesting article that talks about four types of rejection that you can feel from your spouse. And we're just going to hit those real quick to give another baseline to what we're talking about. The first one would be unspoken rejection, which is basically the act of ignoring. So not saying anything, not confronting. If you have an idea or just your personal being and someone's, you feel them either withdrawing or you suggest something or 
say something in a conversation and it's just dismissed. So that would be unspoken rejection. Uncaring rejection is the harsh no with no explanation, no, nothing else, just boom. That's terrible, which can come up in a lot of different ways or from a lot of different places. Compromising rejection would be like a no with a compromise that maybe not this, but let's do this. Um, or what do you think about this? That might give a little bit more of an opportunity to soften the blow. And then the last one is polite rejection, which is a no, but said in a proper way or a, a caring way, taking into consideration the other party. So it might not feel as great as maybe compromising, but it's just stating your, stating your place in a loving, gentle way. But either way, rejection sucks and <laughs> no one likes to be told no. So any thoughts on those before we move on? Yeah. As you were going through those things, I was trying to equate it to some of my recent experiences with my children and mm -hmm. how they interpret those types of rejections. Mm -hmm. You could be in a space where, and obviously all these things can happen with your spouse as well, but you can very easily be in a space with your kids where you're maybe trying to think of a good response and you're not just answering them quick enough. So they're mm -hmm. taking it as an unspoken rejection, right? Well, no, I've been pretty harsh with rejections for them. Like when they want to do something, I'm just like, no, because I said so. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because outside of that dynamic, it seems harsh, but as a parent, you know, sometimes that's just what it's got to be. Like, yeah. I, like I'm the boss here. I don't need to explain myself. I said no, so it is what it is. And then compromising, obviously, you go through that. I feel like the polite no happens, but only if they're receptive to the no. Like, mm -hmm. they're, they're maybe already prepared, like, this might be a no. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Like, I'm going to just shoot my shot and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if he says yes, great. He's probably going to say no. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's where my mind went. Yeah. No, that's, those are all good. And yeah, like you said, the interesting one is that you said is thinking of response may seem like an unspoken rejection. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's a real thing. If someone is trying to figure out how to maybe say it politely or think of a compromise, but yeah. like they just don't say anything. That's, oh, we're just not going to talk about this. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a thing for sure. Yeah. And I feel like, especially coming from my end, you know what I mean? When, I'll, when I'm trying to think of a response, I just get super quiet. Mm -hmm. I got to get better at that, man. Yeah, for sure. And, and really now thinking back to it, man, that feels like rejection if, I don't, if I'm not saying something. Like, oh, that hurts. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> I know. That's exactly what made me think of that. Oh, I understand. Because when you feel like we all know what it feels like to be rejected. And it just doesn't, it is almost like a bodily, like your whole body feels it. So not just your brain or not just like your heart, like everything is, oh no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a good way to think about it is just be empathetic and put yourself in the other person's shoes when getting rejected. I don't even know how, if that seems right to say out loud, like the person <laughs> that's rejecting you. Rejecting something, but I think let's 
maybe we need to frame that. It's not really rejecting you per se, unless obviously they're rejecting you, like literally rejecting you, but right. more so it's ideas or situations or things that um, you have brought up. So mm-hmm. it feels like it to you in a sense, because it was your idea, even though it might just be an idea that can't be done at the time when you bring that up to your wife. Yeah. So I was going to say, even uh, framing it that way, though, um, just thinking in that scenario where your wife's just trying to get your feelings about something and you're thinking about it, you get quiet. Does that also feel like rejection to her? In this sense, until you talk. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like being, is... being mindful of that. And I think we even had mentioned it before, trying to offer that space where like you give a response. It might not be the exact response that mm-hmm. she wants at the time. But at least say something. Hey, I need, yeah. I need a little time to reflect on this, and I want to give you an appropriate answer or something along those lines. Just being quiet, obviously, knowing now that is or could be considered or felt as a form of rejection could help you to be more empathetic in that moment, especially if you know how you feel when you're feeling rejected. Yeah, agreed. That's definitely a point of working yes. for myself now. <laughs> <laughs> so, or even a reason why to really dig in at that space mm-hmm. you know it but then oh put a feeling behind it and it has a little bit more weight on why it should be done mm-hmm. yeah that's good it <laughs> makes a lot of sense right so i think rejection all comes back to one of the foundations of our podcast is communication mm-hmm. obviously if you're new in a relationship or new in your marriage it's going to be different We're going to have to work through a lot of those scenarios. But as you've either been with your, been with your wife for a while, it doesn't, it gets easier in a sense of, you know, that you'll get past it. I think in the beginning, it's like, how do I get past this feeling? Or how do we get through me feeling rejected and all that comes with it? Because with rejection comes sadness other feelings trying to retribution sometimes like Mm -hmm. just how all those things that can really damage a relationship especially if you've been hurt and rejected in the past Um, real kind way to say clap back (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah a lot more syllables to say clap back but yeah yeah i think this is just something to think about and i think this is why we're talking And even as we're unpacking this for ourselves, you can see that we've seen the light in some other areas while talking about rejection. So as we dive in, I'm going to start with not lighthearted example, but a way, a space or what could be rejecting and walking through that. So say you guys, in your marriage, you've decided you guys need a new couch. And most of the time, I know for me, I'm going to be like, okay, whatever couch you want. I'm not going to say much unless it's super uncomfortable. Yeah. That's really the only thing. But using this as an example, if I really find a couch that I like and I say, hey, I think we should get this one. And she's, nah, that doesn't really fit my vibe, what I'm going for. To me, that's a bit of rejection, right? Like I finally said, I like something that we should put in the house. And then she may be like, nope. That's not it. That's not what we're going to do. That is a form of rejection. So someone may be hearing like, that's a couch. It doesn't matter. 
but it's more so the taking the time to say my piece, having a thought, thinking it's a good idea, and then coming to find out not the idea she wants to go with. Mm -hmm. So that would be a form of rejection. That, And depending on how she answered, I know my wife would probably give reasons why based on other things in the house and how the room wants to go. So it'd probably be more like the polite or the compromising, but it still is me putting myself out there with a thought and then putting it out and with the most important person that I don't ever want to tell me no in life. Right. No, no good. What are your thoughts on that? It made me immediately think about potentially changing how you come to the table with an idea. Okay. So keeping on the track of the couch example, right? So mm-hmm. what if you came to the table with more than one choice? So like preparing for the the compromise, right? When you have two people trying to make a decision, like there there has to be compromise. You know, unless you're the same, I don't want to say the same person, but unless you have like very similar styles or very right. similar thoughts about what something should be mm-hmm. or a setting should be. But then if that's to happen, typically you'll have already had a conversation about whatever it is. So you're already pre-framing it. But I think as a man, it would help if you were to come to the table or come to a discussion with just more than one option. If she shoots one down, then she has at least something else to choose from. So you can hedge your bet and -hmm. just jump in with a a compromised mindset. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, and I think that's, like you said, how you started with being dealing with rejection in other areas, mm-hmm. honing on to those tools on how you cope with that and what works best for you. I think you have to dive into how rejection affects us yeah, and what areas are the biggest ones. For me, I know that when I've, there are things that mean a lot to me I be, I may be less likely to actually say something for the fear of being rejection rejected um and then but fighting through that if it is important how do you fight through that so I think it's finding those areas and a lot of the hard areas are like most of the hard areas in marriage money <laughs> mm-hmm. and sex right yeah. <laughs> but you have to again communication you have to talk through those I think I think a lot of times rejection can come when decisions need to be made. But like you said, a lot of, most of the time it's been built. You come to a point of where you know where your spouse is on a lot of places because you've built up that, you've had discussions about it and you've talked through it. I think where it goes from a conversation to a rejection might be more the delivery. Mm-hmm. Like either a flat out no or evading the topic. For me, I feel like that, that's where it would feel more like rejection. I don't really experience that so much within marriage, but more so in dealing with other people or other scenarios, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because my wife is all about tackling everything right in the moment, which I'm probably the one making her feel more rejected based on our previous words in this conversation. But I think rejection, though, that feeling of rejection really needs to tackle. Like, why do we feel rejected? Is it like, does it have to do with 
our pride, like feeling like we should know everything. Our situations should be, our suggestions are the best, or we've taken a lot of time to think about this. So our perspective should be the only perspective. Is it vulnerability? Is it actually taking the time to put yourself out there in some way, shape or form, and then being told something different or the opposite or no, I think those two probably affect me the most and I have to check myself the most when I feel rejected. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. My, my thought had just come back to me as well. How many times as men do we go into a situation assuming rejection, right? Mm. Like she's probably going to say no. And going back to your point, when you feel like there might be a case of rejection, then you just don't say anything. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that has to be something that is still, you know, conquered. You can't just yeah. think that she might, there's a possibility that she'll say no. So I'm not going to say anything because then it's not fair to your partner then because you're not giving her what you think. You're not giving her your opinion. You're not giving her your desires. You are then ultimately eliminating her ability or even her choice to be able to serve you at all because you've just ultimately taken everything off the table. That's it. We did a sound right there. That was <laughs> knowledge dropped. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I like it. No, for sure. That was, uh, yeah, everything you said as you were saying, I was thinking, yep, you're not giving her that. You're not giving her that. And it's unfair. So, yeah, I'm with you 100% on that. So to me, the two major areas that rejection can become a big deal is money, things we want to spend on, Mm -hmm. things that we think we should do with it. How do we come to agreement or how do we accept, we're talking about rejection here, how do we accept her having basically just a difference of an opinion? Mm -hmm. Because that, for me, it might not even be rejection per se, it might just be a difference of opinion, but because of the magnitude of certain areas or our experiences, it now feels like rejection. Yeah. So it automatically took me back to the episode where we talked about how my wife and I are paying off our debt and the argument that we got into when she wanted mm-hmm. to change the plan up that now I understand felt like rejection to me, mm-hmm. which is probably why I got so mad and didn't understand it at the time and really couldn't voice why I was so mad. Long story short is it's actually working out, mm-hmm. you know, what we ended up deciding to do, which was her idea. But just out of the gate, it was so hard for me to get over that rejection point, which is what caused the the argument when it should have really just been a discussion. Yeah. Right. And that's how mm-hmm. she approached it. But I got so in my feelings so immediately over nothing just because I was like, what, what? You don't want to, you don't want to do what I'm doing or what I'm trying to right. do. What you mean? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then all of my sensible emotions got blocked out because I was, I was just feeling rejected. That's so crazy. Yeah, man. As you're saying that, I'm just running through that scenario as well. Like, just when we're not in sync and it's your idea anything like it feels there's a little bit of rejection there which causes us me to feel some type of way about it like but then it's like trying to figure out 
why do I feel this way? How should I feel this way? But at the end of the day, it is because I feel rejected because it was my idea. Mm-hmm. And then it's like all those things that come with that because you have the ownership of the idea, the walking through the process. It's like little, yeah, it's just many think tank things that you're trying to see come through. And then when someone isn't on board, it's like, why are you not on board? Like, this is amazing. <laughs> and it might not be, or there may be holes, or may, there may just be a different, better way. Yeah. But we let it affect us. And I think it has to do with rejection. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I think also it goes back to your point you made in a previous episode. A lot of times we bring up an idea or something that we've been thinking about for a while, and she's just reacting. So mm-hmm. she could just literally be thinking out loud and bouncing ideas around. Mm-hmm. And now if she says any little thing that's like outside of the boundaries of your idea, even though she's just maybe like spitballing on right. different ways to possibly be able to do it, you're like immediately going to rejection. Like, why would you think something else? Like I, this is, this is already like, this is, this is how I had it. It's in a box. We're good. Right. <laughs> and then you just, for me, I'm like complete shutdown. Oh, okay. Different. Mm-hmm. Right? You want to do it? Fine. Want to do it that way? All right. We're not going to do it. Let's move on. Yeah. Why do we go to the extreme? Right. Oh, <laughs> like, man, oh you don't want to do it my way? Then we're just not going to do it at all. Like, I'm terrible. At that. All right. Fine. We don't do it. We'll move on. I don't want to sit in the space. I think I don't want to sit in the space of rejection. So I want to mm-hmm. just dismiss it. And yeah. Get it out. That's so good. I think it's really just talking through the dreaded word feelings. with your wife about how you feel about that and I think if we even took the time to when she comes with a difference and we feel rejected maybe going back to how we got there Mm. okay so I see what you're saying but this is how I thought that we should start the Dave Ramsey plan or why I thought we should get this couch or what's you know stuck out but a lot of times we just give the final product expect her to know what it is, why we're making this decision in our mind, because it feels rational because we made it. And then she's like, yeah, it might be different. Or no, I don't want to do that. I don't think we should. Like, you don't think we, what? What? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, that's that's it. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think going a little bit deeper on it, it goes to, it goes to say, like, how much power we give our wives. I can't. <laughs> that's just too true i, I don't you know even I mean? want it i don't even want to touch it but it's so true yeah i mean it's uh, that topic is on fire i'm just gonna say but you know the the amount of power we give them is like if they say no like we'll roll with it like it hurts and we're we're perceiving it as rejection which it, it could be or it could just be a better idea. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Right. But we're sitting in that rejection. And I, I think the the way we approach most things with our wives is like, we're going to give them their way more times than not. Mm-hmm. And so when we Quote do, unquote, their way. Right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're thinking about everyone else as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's just like, you know. God forbid someone else think holistically about the family too mm. and maybe have a different way <laughs> or think holistically about the marriage or think about us in different ways because they know us better than we know ourselves most times. Yeah. So uh, I feel like that yeah. needs to be said. I was, I had my head down and I was shaking my, my head because <laughs> I know you can't see me, but <laughs> right. yeah, I don't know how we got here, but I feel like 
this is an unpacking episode. Yeah. We're just gonna we're rolling through it. Thank you for walking through us with this. But yeah, I think really I think most of the time I'll say from conversations that I've had or the perceived notion of rejection happens in this in the sexual space with mm-hmm. your wife. Cause really, you know, if we wanna think generally speaking and how society thinks that the drop of a hat, we can be ready to go. Like, oh, literally, I'm home. I'm taking my hat off. I'm ready to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I know what you mean. You know, so, but the funny thing is, now that I'm thinking about that, is when you talk to or you've read books or you've heard podcasts about women and kind of how they need to be revved up, for lack of a better word, or kind of prepared for that moment, our mind, this is probably the quickest processing thing in my mind that ever happened because I don't (laughs) process a lot, but it's like, you know, I just have to think about it or think about my wife in that way. And I'm ready. You know what I mean? So like, it's, it's still a process. It just happens faster. Mm. So if I understand all the other things in life that she's a faster processor in, (laughs) but I might need to be prepped and primed for, I can be more empathetic in that space but i think it just a lot of the rejection in this area is tough if you're not if you're not empathetic if you haven't communicated and you kind of don't know what gets her going for lack of a better word so i don't know if you have any thoughts on that yeah man i was thinking that i don't know that I've ever been rejected by my wife for sex. With that being said, we have three children. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I don't know that I have any valid thoughts on that topic. Now that I'm trying to really think about it. Now there's been times I will say I've known better than to approach the subject. Like Mm -hmm. if we weren't, in that space for whatever reason, yeah. you know, maybe we, I don't know, we we're like in disagreement about something or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case may be, but <clears throat> yeah, man, I cannot readily think of any example in the 10 years we've been together that I've been rejected in that space. Yeah. I'm thinking in the general sense thought process what's displayed and all that stuff as well i think for me i think i maybe i didn't have the sense that you had in some areas (laughs) (laughs) but once you said that that makes sense like just basically reading the room like that can also help in reading the room but i think being considerate helps as well meaning like long day in pain you know all those things just holistically knowing when is the right time now that you said that i was like oh yeah that that makes a lot of sense bro read the room (laughs) (laughs) read the room but yeah but i think just being since we're talking about rejection knowing that it isn't always it's not you it's 
it's not you as a person that's being rejected. It may not just be the right time. Right. Using, you know, what we're talking about as far as reading the room, like it just may not be what can happen at this moment and preparing your wife and letting, you know, letting her know that you love her and adore her and all the things that lead up. Like, I don't think there's, I don't know of a, there's not a strong percentage of if you do those things that the rejection will happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even in that way. And even I would say if it did, and I'm trying to think like you did, if I ever took the steps to do the prepping has it ever happened no but then even if it did it would probably be in a the most loving way possible i guess if, if that makes sense yeah, yeah yeah like almost like she would feel bad for you <laughs> you know what i mean i feel bad for me too <laughs> but yeah i mean i think it's remembering in all aspects of rejection, whether it be the money space, the decision space, the sex space, like remembering that it's not, well, I would say most of the time, it's not just a rejection of you. If it is a rejection of you, then there's other issues within your marriage. Yeah. But if you're in a generally good space and she's not out to get you, (laughs) then it's not a rejection of you. It's just the idea, whatever that is that you brought up. So I think that would be one of the ways to help deal with feeling that rejection Mm -hmm. and then as we've gone through today just the different areas knowing that communication helps and it's probably and most of the time it's not even rejection it's just a discussion or a difference of opinion which helps a lot even as I'm unpacking what we're unpacking here it's like oh this is why I felt rejected even though it wasn't we were just having a difference right so if you, that first twinge of, oh, she doesn't want to do what I'm doing. She hates it. It's terrible. What an idea. Why did I say anything? Um, get past Shut down. that. Right. <laughs> hit, the, beep, red, hit the red button. Shut it down. Um, but then remembering it's probably, she's probably all about having a discussion about whatever you brought up. So lean it up lean through the uncomfortableness of those feelings and you'll probably get to a really good space with your wife. Yeah. Now I want to transition a little bit into an area where it might actually feel like personal rejection, right? Mm -hmm. So, and that's talking on the topic of time and the way I'm perceiving this is like time you might want to take for yourself, right? Time to go golf as we often bring up, you know, just time with your your boys, we'll call it, right? When you bring that up and say, hey, babe, I would like to go do this. And she's like, yeah, but we've got this, this, and this. Like, it's, it's just like not a good time, right? Mm-hmm. That, in a sensible manner, you could see like, all right, yeah, she's right. Like, it makes sense for me not to go do this right now. Mm-hmm. But if you're perceiving it as a rejection, you can really get in your feelings over that. Like, why are you trying to take this from me? Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? That's, I think that's how we feel more times than not. But going back to your point 
of talking through it, I would highly encourage people to do that because if you do approach that conversation and get through that conversation, your wife, if it's something sensible for you to want to do and to be able to do, she will more than likely try to create space for you to be able to do those things or at least come to some agreement for you know you guys to make plans for you to mm-hmm. do the things that you want to do outside of the household or outside of spending time with her and the kids right yeah that's definitely been my experience within my marriage and you know other marriages that i've seen or been in counsel with like if it's if you get through the conversation there's more it's probably just not a right now as you're saying this we can't do it but let's figure out when this comes up again how we can make it work Mm -hmm. yeah that's i mean i haven't seen i've i've never seen that not be the case if that makes sense yeah yeah i i would imagine it'd have to be just a really toxic situation in order for that Mm -hmm. to not be the case right right like i'm just no i'm just gonna say no because I feel like it because <laughs> right. I want to hurt you ultimately is right. you know what that's that would basically. boil down to. But yeah. if you're in a loving relationship, that's you know typically right. not going to be the case. True. You know, so, yeah, man, I'm trying to think of any other examples that we could throw out there. I think, did we touch on life decisions? Like, I don't know. You know, I know we talked about like spending money on certain things. I'd say like moves, jobs. Yeah, moves, Most jobs, you know, having kids, which, you know, that that could go both ways. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Uh, I thought I was done at two kids, man. That idea got rejected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, those. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Those are definitely big things. I think because a lot of times, you know, we lean on our, well, all the time we lean on our wives. as just a sounding board per se. Like when we have our ideas, like she's the most person that we'll give most of ourselves to and that's it, or all of ourselves to. So like in those big life decisions, as she most likely does look holistically outside of our perspective thinking about us as a person but also how it affects us in our marriage how it affects us if we have family our family and how it might affect you know your job or whatever else we're in Mm -hmm. we might be thinking in tunnel vision but she'll be like holistic how is this going to work logistically for us so those life decisions i mean that is definitely a when you're talking about jobs because obviously it's something that we're we will be in every day but it does affect our entire environment mm-hmm. and we may be thinking one way and she may have a different perspective and as i'm talking through all of these things it just continues to say it might just be a difference of opinion it might be a discussion starter but when we've come to the conclusion in our head it feels like rejection because we feel like we've already made. So what happens is we come to a discussion or we come to a conclusion and basically when we bring it, the discussion's already happened in our head and it's over. 
So, but when once we bring it to our wives, it's actually just now opening for actual discussion. Like <laughs> right. discussion in your head is not a real discussion. <laughs> like, so I think that's where we run into problems as human beings. So we'd be yeah. with yeah. all of our relationships, much less with our wife. It just hurts more because we're more vulnerable to her. Like I'll have a discussion about a situation that involves someone else, never bring it up and not even care. But when I once I bring it to my wife, it's like, this is amazing. I'm bringing you my best. And she's like, nah, bro, get better. Not like that. You know, that's how it yeah, can yeah, feel, yeah. even though she's never even saying those words. Normally it's like, oh, you know, that's a good idea, but we could do this. Or how much better? And then, oh, God. How, how do you say to me, you're bringing me your best when I'm your better half? Like, <laughs> without my input, you have no best. Yeah, right. no. But no, it, you got me thinking about, like, let's say you're wanting to go for a promotion at work or something and like you're mm -hmm. pre-framing how these conversations are going to go. You know, you're maybe talking to people who have gone for that position before. Mm -hmm. da, da, da. So you've got all this framed out and then, you know, you go and talk to the boss and you know, try to have that type of conversation and you just get a flat, like, nah, bro. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what just happened? Like, in right. my mind, I already got the job. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it's supposed to go. Like, you know what I mean? No one gave you the script. <laughs> this is not how it goes. So another thought I had was a, a tactic for the fellas out there. Mm -hmm. And as we get further into this podcast, I think I might do this more and more. And obviously, okay. you'll be involved with it. But just throwing some tactics out there. Mm -hmm. Live a life of service. Give before you take. So typically in my experience, when there's something I want to do, if I deliver on all the things that my wife wants, right, and it could be little things like doing the dishes or, you know, cleaning the bathroom before she asks you to, right, and then you go in for an ask, like, more than likely you're going to get your way, bro. Man, if y'all can't see me, but I'm doing the hard head nod <laughs> in agreeance. Yeah, that just, I agree. 100%. Do some of the things that takes, yeah. especially some of the responsibilities off her plate, where now she might feel like she has some time for her for herself as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then it's a lot more likely that you're going to be able to take some time for yourself. Right. You know, and, and, like you said earlier, like she puts the household first. So if she sees you putting the household first, then she'll feel like you deserve some time. Mm -hmm. And she'll let you do what you want to do, man. So just just frame it like like many times you would outside of the household, like put other people first. Give before you take and you know, give before you get, however you wanna to say that. But yeah. That's just a good way to approach life, man, especially your life at home. For sure. I want to, man, that's so good. I just want to sit right there and get that <laughs> in. But something you said as we were talking about the ideas before you got, went into that, that drop of knowledge, those tactics. Um, I think for me, in having the discussion, I don't come like I said, I've closed the discussion and that allows me to feel rejected, but also in hearing a better solution can shut me down and have me feel rejected. Yeah, yeah. But it's more, it's not her rejecting me, it's me rejecting myself. 
Mm. Elaborate. So say I wanted to say we're trying to, you know, tackle our debt, right? And I have this plan. We're going to do this, do this. She comes with a different idea that ends up that in the moment is bet like off the top, just boom, we should do it this way. Mm -hmm. This, this, and this. It's just way better. And I'm like, basically, like a little kid, my, my idea was better than this. My, no, I do that. So, like, <laughs> it's it's very immature, and I, and I have recognized that. But just going through the process when you think you have something that's amazing, and then the person that you love the most has a better idea, we should embrace it. And most of the time I do, but there's some times when it's just like, man, why didn't I think of that? Like, mm. that's, there's, it's almost like, I don't know if it's the competitor in me or something that it's just like, man, I should have thought of that. Or if it's an area where I think I know about and I think she may not know as much about, but then she comes with a banger. Like, it's just like, <laughs> bro, like, and, and it might be just, that's definitely a pride thing. It might be wanting to take the credit of doing that, even though, like we said, because she has a holistic view, she's not even thinking about being better than you. She's thinking about how are we winning in our marriage? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm thinking like, I'm doing the comparative, like, me versus her but she's thinking like we're winning regardless so we'll just get there faster with yeah. money. you know what i mean so i think it's in our rejection really trying to figure out why we feel rejected it's the best way to cope with rejection and that right now like having this space to talk about it i don't know if i've ever thought about it that deep so so yeah, I just had a thought, right? Coach mindset compared to player mindset. <laughs> For you guys, I just dipped my head away from my microphone. Cause, right. Yeah. The, the, the coach has the game plan for a team to win. And I feel like what we're, the scenario we're talking about allows our wife to be the the coach right mm -hmm. and that we're in very much player mindset like i'm I'm focused on my stats like i'm trying mm -hmm. to get this amount of game time i'm trying to get this amount of points like you know say basketball right i, I need right. this amount of rebounds and the coach is like that's cool and all like i that might help but for the entire team to work cohesively mm -hmm. i'm gonna need you to play this position oh and also i'm gonna need you to sit on the bench every once in a while and let your teammates like take the front right and that hurts sometimes right like if it feels like rejection but it's for the team to perform at its best right, right? and i think when we're on a team we're more likely to take that as just what it is like yeah mm -hmm. it, it makes sense for the team to perform better okay i'll just take that and you know maybe try to find another way to get the things that i want to get but then when we talk about marriage and our our wife taking that role as the the planner right the, mm -hmm. the coach 
taking into account all the different factors that might come into play or not even might will come into play because mm-hmm. you know that's how they operate we struggle to take it as advisement right that's a good word because I, I don't feel like i want to be advised <laughs> right. i don't need advice because <laughs> right. i already thought of the answer like I, this is i'm it. grown <laughs> right. agreed. agreed oh yeah I guess how do we as men put ourselves in that mindset because like we I, we want to be equals right right but then we also allow them to take control of <laughs> sorry I went back to the 90s uh family matters <laughs> yeah and but it's yeah I mean I don't really know because unpacking this has shown me so much about myself and i don't know if i would have ever thought about that without having this discussion with someone so like how how do we get into this mindset on our own and i you know i don't know if i have an answer i mean i think the answer is quite obvious to me and it's to ultimately just step up and start playing more of a coach role I think typically the average guy doesn't want to do that because that role is heavy. Right. Right, Which is why we have no problem getting that off to our wife. And it's easier to just let somebody else take it. Right. Um, Even with as much as they're telling you they want help with it. Right. Oh, man. We try to be specialists. Right, 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 right. right. As as in marriage, you can't be a specialist. I mean, you can be, but it might. It's not going to be the best. There has to be some role of, you know, general practice within that. (laughs) Yeah, you know. So yeah, it's really it really is just step up and be open and step back and look holistic. I mean, honestly, I think like you said a couple episodes ago was really like looking to your wife as kind of a coach or mentor in those areas where you see you're not good at. Like if you're like, oh, this seems heavy, like you can ask her, man, how do you approach, you know, just seeing everything holistically? I know that's a big thing, but or how, you know, in this scenario, how did you come to this conclusion? And she'll walk you through it. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you know, you're thinking about this and this and this. And you're like, maybe even write down like, when making a decision, I must think of these things. I mean, that would work for me, yeah. but I don't know. So now, if we were to peel back another layer here, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Let's say we're now practicing taking more of a coach mindset. Or a, mm-hmm. a leadership role, right? At what point do you start feeling like more of a leader within the household, right? Now, as a man, you, I think, inherently feel like a leader, but then there, like we were saying, a lot of scenarios where we play second fiddle to our wives and let them take the decisions, right? Mm-hmm. So now, if you're more practiced in putting the family first, the family decisions, you know, the family needs first. And your wife now sees that that is now your first frame of thought. When you bring ideas, do they then 
become more immediately accepted. I think it becomes amazing communication to come to a joint decision. Mm. So, right. So you bring an idea, but you're, you've now not closed that discussion. So your idea is, this is, it's an idea. It's not a, this is what we're going to do. So like in the player standpoint, using that, we're coming like, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And in the coach, it's like, oh, this is an idea. Let's talk about how it's betterment for everybody. Gotcha. So your your mindset, once you become more in that culturally, everything is an idea open for discussion. So then you come to discussions quicker and more efficiently better for everybody because you brought those. I think it changes from it changes from the mindset of how do I get this decision to or idea to be implemented as in we're going to jointly come with I'm going to bring this idea and we're going to jointly be come to a conclusion and then we're going to act on it because I think before we're coming with it already being done but now we're open for collaboration Mm -hmm. to get to the best the best scenario I mean fire (laughs) no that's and it was I I love how you checked me there because that is definitely where my mind was going, right? Like, well, now that I am exhibiting the ability to perform in that way, right, as a coach and have mm-hmm. things open for discussion, how can I get what I want? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. But you have to stay in that frame of mind. So thank you right. for that. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. So oh, we're probably wrapping up on time oh. as far as this episode is going. So to not prolong it, we thank you for hanging out with us as we unpacked rejection. It went a lot of different ways, but I hope it benefited you. If it did, please let us know about it. Write a review, like, rate, subscribe to the podcast so you can hear what we're talking about and join our discussion for later. And don't forget to visit us at marriagestougher.com and you can leave comments there and ideas for future podcasts. So with nothing else, again, thanks. So we'll be signing off. This is Paul. And I'm Brian. You guys have a great rest of your day.